We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit superbook.com. McPherson on the fan, a five-hour KM to AM again. You guessed it. Maybe you had off today for President's Day. Happy holiday to you if you did. Uh, I guess I always have off during the day, but I work the night shift, so here I am. We've got plenty to talk about, as you've heard all day and obviously through the weekend. And we'll get all of your calls in. We'll get to all of the top stories tonight. I'll have a couple guests join me so you don't have to be stuck listening to just me. I know, six straight days. What were they thinking? <laughs> they were thinking there's no NBA games. It's the all-star break. I'm blessed. I'm thankful for the opportunity. Let's get it, man. Let's have a good show tonight. Eddie Gonzalez will join me at 9 p.m. to talk NBA NBA All-Star break. If you don't know who Eddie Gonzalez is, he's known as Bansky on NBA Twitter, Nets Twitter. He is Kevin Durant's right-hand man. They have a successful podcast together together called The Etceteras. And Eddie and I are friends. We've known each other for a couple years now. I remember Eddie giving me some solid advice uh, at the last job I was in before this one. And uh, Eddie's nice enough to join us tonight at 9. Dan Duggan will join us at 10 p.m. because obviously we got to talk Daniel Jones and maybe even a little Derek Carr with him. The Jets and the Giants both looking for quarterbacks? Nah, but both talking about quarterbacks as we're looking at the quarterback market. The NFL is king. I told you guys last week the NFL ends and the storylines don't end. We think about the NFL all day every day. And uh, we've got to talk through some things tonight. I know everyone did a good job talking through it today, but maybe you didn't get in today. Maybe you didn't call and get through on the line and you've got something to say. 877-337-6666. We'll get plenty of calls between now and 9 o'clock before I have my guests at 9 and my guests 
at 10. And I guess I'll start off with Daniel Jones. And I'm looking forward to talking to Dan Duggan, who covers the Giants, about Daniel Jones. So the rumors around Daniel Jones from this weekend, and they're not rumors, they're confirmed, but Jordan Renan put out there that Daniel Jones is in the process of making an agent change with his new contract, free agency on the horizon. Uh, he switched from CAA to athletes first. Hmm, interesting time to be switching your agency. And then reports come out that Daniel Jones is seeking 45. I don't even care to go all deep into that. I'm just going to give you my thoughts and my take on this whole thing. Uh, first off, I'll say that the Giants didn't know uh, with this new regime what they were getting with Daniel Jones, right? Because they could have just picked up his option for $22.3 million, but they needed to see. They needed to see on their own. They needed to see with their own eyes what this guy was made of and what he could potentially be. And all I heard about him this past season was that he led by example. He's the first one in, last one out. When other guys are on vacation during the bye week, he's trying to get better. And I look at Daniel Jones as the future of the New York Giants. But I don't look at Daniel Jones as a future $45 million quarterback in this NFL. I understand business. I understand negotiations. I understand that you put this out there to the media, especially as you're making a change in your representation. You put this out there that you're going to start at $45 million, But you don't expect Daniel Jones to command $45 million. They're going to come down from there. And Daniel Jones seems like the nicest guy. He seems like the nicest kid, like not a greedy guy and not a mean me guy. Also not a guy that's going to hold out or put up a fight here if this takes a while. And I say that to say this, it is February 20th. Black History Month will be over like that, shortest month of the year. And then we'll get into March and the new league year and the combine and the draft and all of that. Let it play out. You don't need to know exactly what Daniel Jones is going to make today but I think that he wants to be here I think that he has fought through all of the nonsense all of the people doubting him the turnovers uh, his self-inflicted wounds with the fumbles and the interceptions the losing and to finally break through with a new GM and a new head coach this guy does not want to go anywhere he wants to be the quarterback of the New York Giants and I think the New York Giants want him to be their quarterback as well he's a captain on this team they will get him signed. You do not want to use the franchise tag on Daniel Jones. Again, with Jones, let it play out. I'm not even going to entertain conversations about him potentially going to Carolina or somewhere else. He's the Giants quarterback. They had a great year this year. And in this NFL, like you see how important the quarterbacks are. You just watched the Super Bowl between the top two vote-getters for MVP. You're not winning in this league in modern-day NFL with a Trent Dilfer or a Rex Grossman or any of these other quarterbacks that have been able to kind of uh, go on the ride and be game managers and have a great defense behind them. You need the guy. You need him. And Daniel Jones will be him once they get him some receivers and some assets and some other guys around him. And he's not going to help the team by trying to play hardball and get $45 million, but I understand you got to keep up with the Joneses. Daniel Jones has got to be paid for what he's done and what he's gone through, and he should get a good long deal. Now, when I'm speaking about the quarterbacks and what they're worth and their value in this modern-day NFL, right? I'm talking about Jalen Hurts and uh, Patrick Mahomes, and M Mahomes has a, a huge deal, a mega deal that's going to be a great deal for Kansas City. They were smart.
But when you look at a guy like Jalen Hurts, he's going to command $45 million. When When it's his time, they're going to pay him. And when I think about Jalen Hurts, I think about all of the naysayers, all of the people that told us what he couldn't do. We all believed him, my, myself included. I believed it. I said, this kid's got to show me. I didn't think he was much of a thrower. Well, he threw for 300 yards in the Super Bowl. He made some throws that really made me say, all right, I got to put respect on his name. And I say that to say this. I, I don't want to hear any more about what Derek Carr can't do, what he won't do. On this station for the last, I don't know how many weeks, I've heard, this guy can't play in the cold. This guy can't win you a Super Bowl. This guy doesn't want to come here. Well, his first stop as a free agent, not under the radar, the, the Raiders getting a uh, permission to go visit the Saints, but his first stop was here in New Jersey, Summit, New Jersey. He's videographed, or he's photographed, videoed at dinner. I think if you're a Jets fan, you got to be looking at Derek Carr as a good option. I understand that he might be the second option, but so what? Your first option is Zach Wilson or Mike White. He's a huge upgrade. And it's football. The guy's been playing football his whole life. His brother was a top pick. If he wants to come here and be in the bright lights of New York City, that's not a guy that you look at and say, oh, he can't win in the cold. Oh, he's not good enough to take you to a Super Bowl. You don't know that. Aaron Rodgers has lost a lot in the cold in his home stadium at Lambeau Field. You don't know what he's going to do either. And he's uh, a little off. I don't know how much he's going to mix here in New York City. My drop, when, when I hear my drop, I wish I could add to it that he's in darkness right now and he's going to find the black hole that is the black hole of the Las Vegas Raiders and all the mistakes they've made over the years drafting and hiring and firing and just not being able to get right and he's going to decide, all right, I want to go to the desert and find isolation. I'm going to reunite with Devontae Adams over Nathaniel Hackett. And Derek Carr is not a bad consolation prize. He shouldn't even be considered that. He's a competitor, and when I look at what he's been able to do, he's done all that despite the organization working against him. They've made terrible decisions, terrible draft picks. They've moved. They've moved the franchise. He's younger, and I think if you bring him here and he gets started early and working with Garrett Wilson versus an Aaron Rodgers who we saw last year complain about his receivers and kind of just show up, and rumors are he showed up out of state, like, you know, I look at Aaron Rodgers as like he might be too big of a headache. And I hear all these Jets fans talking about Derek Carr as if he can't come here and be successful. Oh, he can't get you the Super Bowl. You don't know that. You don't know that. And I thought about Derek Carr probably riding around at some point. He had to be in a car somewhere in New York, New Jersey this weekend on his visit. Did he listen to WFAN at all? Did he tap in to see what the callers and hosts are saying about him? Everybody's saying Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, of course, Aaron Rodgers, a Hall of Famer, back-to-back MVPs, has a Super Bowl, of course. But, you know, sometimes the hottest girl in the room is attractive, but when you land her, she could be the biggest headache. You might want to throw her back. I think Derek Carr would be just fine here. So we'll talk tonight about Derek Carr potentially coming to the Jets and the timeline between, okay, when is Aaron Rodgers going to pop up? When are we going to know what he wants to do? He might not even want to be here. You saw Derek Carr physically with your coaches with your organization. He decided to come here. He's going to have a couple options, and I think the Jets are a good option for him. This mercenary quarterback wave in the NFL, right? You saw Tom Brady go to the Tampa Bay Bucks, win him a Super Bowl. The following year, Matthew Stafford goes to the Rams, wins them a Super Bowl. 
I heard a bunch about what Stafford couldn't do and what he was and the dysfunction that he was under in Detroit, right? No one talked about that. He gets out of that. He comes to L.A., and boom, they win the Super Bowl. Why can't that be the same thing with Derek Carr? Maybe maybe Derek Carr is more Matthew Stafford and Aaron Rodgers is more Tom Brady. And there's a lot of Jets fans that have talked about building for the future and not just wanting one or two years. Well, Derek Carr, I think, is the better answer. Of course, we're going to talk about the NBA All-Star tonight. I did not watch a single any bit second of that live. I'm not into it. First off, why are they going from Cleveland last year to Utah to Indiana next year? Are they like, they're like working against themselves. The dunk contest with Mac McClung. Okay. I don't know if everybody knows who Mac McClung is. I've known of him for a while and I do not want to hate on that kid. That kid Combined with Brock Purdy, they're making young white boys across America believe. They're making them believe they can be NFL dunk champions and uh, quarterbacks in the league. They look like Disney movie characters. They they might as well uh, be casted in the next Disney movie. They look like 13-year-old boys. But they are one of one, right? Mac McClung, we, we heard about him coming out of Virginia. I think he broke Allen Iverson's scoring record. Went to Georgetown like Allen Iverson. Transferred to Texas Tech. He hasn't been able to find his way in the NBA. He's undersized. He doesn't fit in this NBA. But, okay, the NBA let a G-leaguer win the NBA dunk contest. He did not save the dunk contest. I don't know why people, Mac McClung saved the dunk contest. What are you talking about, bro? The dunk contest is supposed to be the best players in the NBA. We want to see these guys do something we've never seen them do. I'm not hating on the kid. He won the contest. He was great. He got an opportunity. He seized the day. But this guy has played in two NBA games, I think I read. The fewest games played by an NBA dunk contest winner before that was 39 games. Young Kobe Bryant. Now, we're talking about Kobe Bryant and Mac McClung as the two, like, with the least amount of games played in a dunk contest. Like, you can't compare these two guys. And like I said, we've known about Mac. We've been seeing him dunk. Since high school, he did not save the dunk contest. John Morant comes out and says he's not going to do it. These guys don't want to do the dunk contest because they don't want to be put in a position where they're going to lose. And now you're letting G-leaguers in. You might as well find every viral dunker out there on the internet. There's a bunch of guys that have a ton of followers for crazy dunks. They can never play five on five. They can never be in the NBA. So if that's the direction that the NBA wants to go in, fine. The skills championship or the the skills challenge, I think Utah won that. Score one for the home team. But from what I saw, it was not a good watch. Uh, Giannis and his brothers, Giannis couldn't do it. Drew Holiday subbed in. Then they had the the rookies. Um, we're, We're making it the skills challenge, but we're not really like practicing skills in the way that they should be taught. It's just like, oh, bounce this ball the best way you could bounce pass it through the hoop. Don't actually bounce it like you're taught to do a bounce pass. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting old. It just doesn't do it for me. I grew up when it was box office, when you were excited to see the NBA All-Star game. Damian Lillard, Dame Time wins the three-point shooting contest. Good for him. Third time's a charm. Uh, He knocks off a former winner in Buddy Heald. He does it in Utah where he went to Weber State, uh, 30 minutes away in Ogden, Utah. Good, good story around that. And that's what I will give the NBA credit for. They did a good job of all the antics and nonsense so you could see their players and their personality. I don't think any league does that better than the NBA as far as you recognizing the top players in their game and them giving them a platform. uh, So much so that they've 
almost ruin the league. But one guy I, I thought didn't deserve a platform this weekend, and that's Carl Malone. And I understand that people get over things, but I also understand that people drag folks online. They want to cancel people over nonsense. You know, as much as Kyrie Irving is irritating and delusional, he got booed in Utah, but Carmelone didn't. Kyrie got booed by fans that think he's a team cancer. He's destroyed teams that he was on by forcing his way out. Completely fine, completely legal. Carl Malone, 40 years ago, knocked up a 13-year-old little girl when he was 20 years old in college. And I understand it was 40 years ago, but why did the NBA feel the need to bring him back to the surface? It just adds more attention to the story I just mentioned. If you didn't know the story back when it happened 40 years ago, if you didn't know it 20 years ago, you know it now. And his quote about it was, I'm not discussing any of that backlash. I don't care. That's my life. That's my personal life. And I'll deal with that like I've had to deal with everything, so whatever. That's not a good enough answer, Carl. And I understand the mailman is back in Utah I don't know, I guess Stockton wasn't as available. They had to get somebody uh, from Utah. But I don't understand why the NBA wanted to give him a platform. And they do all of this other stuff. It just doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Are we supposed to forget now because he's almost 60 and the girl is 53 and the kid is a grown person at 40? It's just a foul situation. And uh, the NBA should hold the L with that one. We'll get to a point tonight later in the night, as we usually do, where we get into the weeds on baseball. We'll talk Yanks. We'll talk Mets. I love that Steve Cohen had a lot to say about the Mets. Hopefully, in our system, we have some of those quotes. What a guy. What an owner to have. From the Wilpons to the Cohens, it's different. And uh, he's on a mission. The Make It Happen Mets are about to try and make it happen again this year, and they've got a lot of new faces. One thing I've enjoyed as I've had to watch the Mets and watch coverage on them is they have all-stars. They have a bunch of different guys these last two years. These are not your father's Mets, and let's see what they do. Uh, I'm a Yankees fan, if you guys don't know that, and my approach has changed with the Yankees. You know, if you've heard me in the last couple weeks, I've been very critical of Brian Cashman. Well, the players reported this weekend it's not about Cashman anymore. It's about the players. It's on the players to get it done, to chase for 28, to talk about it. Oh, we want to bring a title back to New York. Well, be about it. Go get it done. It starts right now in spring training. So positive energy, positive vibes. I meditated. I thought about it. I'm like, I'm not coming through and hating on Aaron Hicks anymore, Josh Donaldson, IKF. They're on the team. Players come and go. The fans are forever. We root for the laundry, the pinstripes, the road grays, whoever is wearing that Navy blue Yankee cap. And these guys are on the team. And until they're not, I got to rock with them. Doesn't mean I'm necessarily rooting for them to play or get at bats or, you know, be in the starting lineup. But I want the Yankees to win a World Series more than anything else as far as my sports teams and championships or why I watch sports. So I'm all in again. Until they piss me off and until they do something stupid. And uh, I'm not wasting any more time talking about what Cashman had to say on the radio. It is about... The players now, who is who and what is is what in training camp. I'm looking at Clark Schmidt. Is he going to rise up and be the fifth starter over Domingo Herman? Maybe we'll have a six-man rotation. Who knows? They're saying DJL MVP is ready to return to MVP form. I would love to see it. He says he's excited about where he's at. He's 100%. Let's see it. They're talking about Giancarlo Stanton as an option in left field. Sounds good until it doesn't end good. 
If he can run, put him out there. They're talking about Judge playing left field. I don't know. They're going to figure it out with who they have. I'm a fan. I'm a radio host. I'll be locked in, paying attention, and watching. Later tonight, we'll talk baseball. Other than that, I can't wait to hear from you. We're 20 minutes into my show, 877-337-6666. Paul O'Neill is back, like I told you guys, after the COVID standoff. We already talked about that last week. But we'll talk some more about that and what to expect with the Yankees, the Mets, the Giants, the Jets. No Knicks, no Nets. We're in the all-star break. Oh, puck-wise, we've got Islanders, Penguins coming up. Well, on right now at 7. And then Jets, Rangers on right now at 7. Paulie and I went and saw the Devils last night. I already heard you repping Steve's lose-a-peg Jets. (laughs) And the lose-a-peg Jets did just that. So the Rangers should knock them off tonight. And we'll have fun. We'll pass the time. Keep McPherson on the fan. Call me up and be a part of the show. Tweet at me at Keith McPherson. I will be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, 